Hello. Howdy, howdy. Hello. Good evening. There we go. You all sound thrilled that football is back. <laughs> <laughs> You've been witness to some great championship and League 1 and League 2 football today. Scotland's back and Celtic have wrapped up the league already with a 4-1 win. No need to talk about that. And the Community Shield happened and there was a red card, there was a couple of goals and there was some new, well not new, but penalties in a new format. Let's start there, shall we? Let's start with Arsenal and Chelsea. Chelsea took the lead uh, right after half-time, Victor Moses, um, before Pedro was sent off for a deserved red card, I think. Stubbed down the back of the ankle. Before, I'm going to butcher this name, Kolasinic equalised for Arsenal before we saw the new penalty system. Adam, you watched the second half and I'm assuming the new penalties. Yeah. Was it good? The second half? No. <laughs> you saw two goals. When is the charity shield ever good? Exactly. <laughs> Point one eight on. I think you're allowed to make five substitutes. Well, immediately it's a shambles. That's not football, is it? No, yeah, that's not made for. Also, also, Pedro got a red card. He's not even suspended for next week. (laughs) Is he suspended for next year's charity show? (laughs) Who knows? Maybe. It's a straight red card. That's like when Mourinho goes back to Spain, he's banned for the next Super Cup. (laughs) (laughs) We're not forgetting, Jose. So 15 years time yeah <laughs> he's still not coming in so what, was it a de- was the goals decent at least or didn't, I didn't see any of this game uh, no not no, really honestly was nothing about it was decent fair enough um, Chelsea's kits were uh, nice yeah just all but, the, but then the same problem with that is all the night kits are the same again yes they are they're just that's one solid block of colour aren't they which I'm a big fan of but it they just don't do any... They design one kit and then apply it to every team they do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, designing kits for Nike is the easiest job. <laughs> you wear red, you wear blue, you wear green. Yeah. <laughs> you, get to do, you get to do about... You, you can claim you do 50. Yeah. But you only do one. <laughs> 50 times. And then get in paint and just auto-fill colours. Um, <laughs> we saw a couple of new sign-ins. We saw Lacazette for a, just over an hour. Did he look, uh, did he look all right? Um, I think I missed his most exciting parts because the bits in the first half that, that I didn't see yeah. were the bits that they were raving about at half time. Um, he hit the post. Um, what looked like what he, he ran away almost like he, was, he thought he'd scored already. So right. they, they were raving about him and saying he looks good. But then from the remaining bit of it, I was not too impressed. <laughs> Fair enough. Colin, you're expecting big things from Lacazette, aren't you, this season? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's brilliant that he's come to the Premier League. The And, I, and I've, uh, I think he'll do well. The only thing is that I always think that when a player who's never played in the Premier League before, especially a striker, yeah. comes over, they need a sort of a season to adjust. Um, I'm thinking the likes of Didier Drogba. Mm-hmm. You know, not so hot the first season, but the second season he was on fire. Um Maybe he'll be okay, but uh, yeah, I, I like the look of him a lot. Yeah, Greg, what do you think? Forty-six and a half million. Arsenal needed to spend some money on a striker. Do you think they've got the the right one? Uh, when you look at some of the inflated prices going around the transfer market at the at the moment, you yeah. probably say that's value for money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's, he's scored goals in France. You know, it's not the most difficult league scoring. But when you look at some of the other inflated prices, they've got a good deal there, and I think he'll get twenty easy. Um, and when you have Giroud coming off the bench, we're not sure whether Sanchez will be there. Uh, yeah. We're, not, sh- we're not sure whether Giroud's going to be there, are we? 
Um, no, well, but it depends on they can't and, get rid of both, can they? Surely. And doesn't doesn't Giroud already, already score them twenty goals? So what have they really bought? <laughs> well, now they've got forty goals. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's another option, isn't it? You'd expect one of or maybe both of Giroud and Sanchez to go. Yeah. In which case, you're thinking they've got to bring in another man, but you know they've finally got that proven out and out goal scorer that they've been waiting for. Yeah, that's fair. Tom, on Chelsea, um, Costa wasn't involved at all today. They started with Batshuayi, but Murata came off for 15 minutes to go. Do you think yeah, it's obviously Murata's job, isn't it? Do you think Batshuayi can put any sort of fight with him this season for that job? Well, he's still young, and they both are. Mm. I think, is Costa definitely going? Yes. Him and Costa have had a bit of a falling out, haven't they? Because they're both of those, both of those strikers are a downgrade from Costa, aren't they? To be perfectly honest, none of them are going to bully defences like Costa did. No, true. They're going to have to play differently, certainly. I saw um, uh, Morata described as the Spanish Shane Long. <laughs> <laughs> today. Wow. Uh, yeah, Shane that. Long scores goals. Yeah, true. well, yeah, and he runs around a lot. <laughs> he does a lot yeah. of running, yeah. <laughs> um, you, you always feel like um, that Diego Costa sort of is so... Um, he takes over the game so much because I think like the um, sort of the myth of trying to wind him up mm. is almost like, it's almost like they're playing against two opponents Yeah, that they're, they're actually they're playing Diego Costa, the footballer and Diego Costa, the maniac. <laughs> yeah, true. And if he doesn't become the maniac, you, you kind of, you, you've not, you, you no, he's, always the, he's always the maniac. <laughs> <laughs> Just got to let it out sometimes. <laughs> so, how did the new the new penalty system, Adam? You're, you're a fan, aren't you, of the uh, ABBA system? Well, I just think that it's it's not that difficult, and people get so confused by it. Did it make it any more interesting? Uh, no, because Chelsea missed two penalties in a row. When you do that in any penalty <laughs> shootout, you're gonna you're gonna lose. Yeah, I don't know why people are so confu- so so st- st- stuck in the mud about it. You have five penalties, it's just. Yeah. Whoever scores the most of them wins. Nothing that hasn't changed. No, the rules are still the rules. Well, I don't see why it needed to change in the first place. Because it was proven that the fir- the team that went first had a huge statistical advantage. Well, that's well, that's just standard. the second team being mentally weak, isn't it? <laughs> well, but it applies to every team. Well, don't miss penalties then. <laughs> or don't or don't play for penalties. Yeah, Try and do it in extra time. Well, no, but, th- but that's bollocks because the team that played for penalties might play for penalties, wing the coin toss and go first. Hmm. Well, that would make me think then that it's not such a biggie after all if, you know, teams are playing for it. I mean, I, I'm sort of on the side with Tom here. I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. it just sounds But it was like broke. It's... it's literally broke. <laughs> it's not broke. We've had it for years. Yeah, we've had loads of things for years. Loads of them are broken. We had racism know, but... for years. And that was... <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing is, I just... Well, we're colonists. I... They haven't got rid of that yet. <laughs> there goes our northern listenership. Exactly, yeah. That's a big but, uh, all, all I'd say, though, is that I, I think I can understand that maybe there is an argument for it, but my only concern is that maybe this is like the toe in the water for changing things. So is it going to be the start of, oh, well, the ABBA system worked, so can we now have sin bins, you know, an orange card, things what like that. What's changing things? Um, well, 
It used to be you used to have to pass the ball back to the goalkeeper all the time. As, as long as we're changing things for the better, but more, well, more entertainment. Know, but, so let, let's see if this is for the better. Then it's only a trial. True. You've, 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 you're killing it before it's even started. It should not be a penalty competition. In a way. It might be. It might be. <laughs> no, it won't. Because we'll go <laughs> third. We still take shit penalties. I just think there's a bit of Sean Harveyness about it, <laughs> and, and anyone who's an EFL fan will know what that means. You know, it's um, job. this is way above his pay grade. <laughs> well, true, true. Um, but you know, anything that involves Sean Harvey normally involves voodoo. <laughs> According to the BBC, so, uh, Morata and Conte will take solace from the fact that the last team to win the title after winning the Community Shield were Manchester United back in 2010. There you go. I'm sure they'll sleep soundly tonight knowing that they can still win the league this year. I'm sure they, still, I'm sure they won't know that fact at any point. No, or give a shit about it if they get told it. No. Unlucky oh, Arsenal, you're not winning the league. That's what I've got from that. Anyway. I mean, if you let your goalkeeper take the second penalty, how seriously are you taking it? <laughs> yeah, fair point. Um, should we do some, a bit of talk about the Premier League then before we move on to the Football League? Um, one thing I want to ask all of you, can you see any team breaking up the top the top four. Can you see Everton? Well, who's the top Tuesday? four? Yeah, who's your top yeah, four? What's your top four? I'm st- I'm going to stick with the established ones, um, but the recently established ones. So Man City, Man United, uh, Man City, Arsenal, Chelsea, and Spurs. You got to look at Man United, surely. Yeah, Man United. Yeah. Where they've spent. I'd put Everton above Manchester United. That's such a Colin claim. <laughs> no, well, hear me out on this. The, the thing that's always been the Achilles heels for Premier League teams is, is playing the Champions League or the Europa League. Um, Liverpool are in that boat now, aren't they? Yeah. Um, Manchester United aren't. Am I right in thinking that? No, Man United are in the Champions League. Yeah, they won the Europa League, didn't they? And before you All carry right, well, this on, Everton are in the Europa League. Well, you can easily get knocked out of that. No, don't worry about that. One. <laughs> um, well, Man United tried it and they end up winning it. <laughs> <laughs> so who out of the top ones aren't in it then? None of them. Arsenal. No, Arsenal, Arsenal in the Europa League. No, I mean Arsenal won't be in the top four this season. Oh, right. Okay. Even with Tottenham. You think Tottenham are going to fall out because they haven't strengthened at all? I think Tottenham are going to fall down. I think Tottenham are going to fall down, but I don't think they'll fall out. I think they'll be. I think they'll be fourth. I think they're going to struggle with Wembley. Yes, that's. Their pressing game will suit the pitch dimensions. They've got rid of Walker, and Kieran Trippier's injured now as well, isn't he? (laughs) Lovely. They haven't got right back. (laughs) Sorry, just on this on on this thing about the pitch dimensions, though, but. I just don't buy this because the pitch dimensions are the same for, for every pitch now. I know that White Hart Lane wasn't because the stadium was too small, but Tottenham played half of their games away last season. They were all on a pitch the size of Wembley is. Wembley Isn't Wembley yeah, so, a bit bigger? No, they all have to be the same size. Has that changed them, then? Yeah. So that didn't used to be the case because I remember that... Uh, I mean, hey, we're going back to the greats here. But Dennis Wise tried to get the pitch at Ellen Road shortened. And he and he wasn't allowed to, but it was bigger than other teams in the third division. Right. Well, football managing, like you pick your own 
pitch size. Yeah, still? Thinks it, yeah, you still get to do that at the start of each season. It's not a massive thing. It's maybe five, ten yards, um, either like width and width and length. But that probably can make a difference. But Tottenham need to get over, like Chris said. That's but that Wembley hoodoo that they've got. They just they don't like winning at Wembley, do they? No, <laughs> which is a problem when it's a national stadium and cup finals out there. Well, I wouldn't. I've watched home them, ground for a year. <laughs> I watched them play uh, Ghent there. Yeah. And they couldn't beat them. That's a worry. Who were they were seventh in the Belgians. Mm. Uh, right, so just to, just to clarify, because I just found the um the the Premier League rules rule K dot twenty one unless otherwise permitted by the board in league matches the length of the pitch shall be one hundred and five meters in length and sixty eight meters in breadth. Mm, okay. Changes coming for FM18 then. That was in 2012. Good old K21. <laughs> <laughs> the famous rule. So we can't really see anyone massively dropping out, but Man United could be the ones that you think could be the ones to jump in there. Apart from Conor well, I don't think I I wouldn't put Arsenal on top for a season. No. Especially if if they end up losing Sanchez. Hmm. Yeah, Ozil huge. doesn't turn up half the games, does he? And Lacazette might be a good goal scorer, but if he's not going to get any service, he's not going to score, is he? Danny Welbeck, though. <laughs> I'm, also, I'm also going to continue this argument that I'm not convinced that he's that big an upgrade on Giroud. Well, he's the only other av- good available French striker, and you know he had to buy a French player. So. <laughs> it's, it's a tricky one. What about the bottom? The, the, I think there's one team that we've all established. There we go. <laughs> we've said it. <laughs> <laughs> We've all done, I should say, we've all done predictions, everyone on the Man of the Post, including the Extra Time guys, that we're not going to really go into, but will be announced at the end of the season. I can say that everyone I'd has say, to go down. I'd say they're looking forward to the parachute payments in 2018-19. <laughs> it really annoys me when teams don't try. Yeah, like Burnley the other time they came up. It makes me, hope, money. It makes me want them to be embar- get embarrassed. Yeah, I want I them to get absolutely hammered. Anyway. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, I, I made a, a bit of a joke about Huddersfield Town on our private chat that we have. Yeah. But if you're going to give anything to Huddersfield, and it, and it is a clutching at straws, perhaps, is that they weren't expected to to get promoted out of the championship. So maybe they have got something about them. Do you know what I mean? The sort of lesser camaraderie, and I'm not entirely sure they do. But, so they're going to win the league, is that what you're saying? Didn't the last no, I'm not, team no got... I'm not saying that. But they could... No, they're going to finish second to Everton. <laughs> the last time the team came out, though, that weren't supposed to go up at that time with Derby, and they famously finished bottom by a long way, because they weren't prepared for it. And Huddersfield haven't really strengthened. They've just bought players that they had last season. They've just signed their loan players who did well in the Championship. They've got Tommins. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's, that's, that's positive or negative, but it, it, do you know what I mean? Sometimes, um, if if a team is like, well, well, the you know the cast off already, yeah. Maybe they're like, you know, they're gonna have a little bit of something about them. I don't know. Hey, they might be like ultra defensive. Well, they've got a very and... established way of playing. Haven't they? they they close down constantly. They play that Liverpool system, but with much lesser players. Yeah. And they're going to be against better players who won't give the ball away as much. Yeah, exactly. Um, can you they're see any other surprises going down this season? Well, it depends what you class as a surprise, really. Well, I've, I've 
in, in my bottom three, obviously Huddersfield. And I've got Palace going down as well. Even with the you new can, manager, I think, I think they could I be. I think a you trouble. can make a case for anyone who finished eighth downwards last season <laughs> being sucked into it because <laughs> the chasm that was between eighth and Everton was so large yeah. that none, none of those teams were much good. None of them tore any trees up or impressed too much. And, you know, a lot of them haven't strengthened too much. Well, with the money spent by the big teams, that gap's not going to get any smaller. Exactly. There's a couple. I think Watford might be okay. I might come to rue that statement. Come <laughs> I, think New, I think Newcastle will be okay. Um, I think Newcastle uh, okay. I disagree make, on that. You can make a case that anyone from eighth down last season could get sucked in and could go down. You disagree with what, Colin? Newcastle. Yeah, you think they're done? They, they always seem to go under the radar and everybody seems to think they're actually better than they are. But at the end of the day, they're, they're a championship side that got promoted. You know, we were poo-pooing Huddersfield and fair enough, Newcastle were much a better team. But are they a Premier League team yet? And there's but always opportunities. But at least uh, the difference between them and the other promoted teams is that you know their manager can hack it in the Premier League. And they've got players with Premier League experience. Because they just did what they did last time. It just somehow managed to keep everyone that they wanted. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they might well be fine. I just think that, you know, if, if you're having a sneaky bet on someone, you know, as we said, one of the big teams, a shock, you know, going down. I, I don't think it's actually a shock if Newcastle did. I, th- I think we still have this sort of mentality that, you know, of the old Kevin Keegan era, do you know what I mean, when he was in charge? And I don't think they're as big a fish as they used to be. I think I think I think Leicester could still be could be in trouble again. Yeah, I'd, I'd also throw straight Stoke in there. They haven't they've signed Darren Fletcher on a free transfer, and that's it. They lost Anatovic. Yeah, he was. A bit I don't player. think losing Anatovic is that big a deal. Anatovic is a player who plays fantastic three games a season. They did good business on him. They made yeah twenty million. It, was it? Selling for nearly thirty million pound. Yeah, it's what sort of bought him for two and a half years back. So they've done good business, but they've not reinvested. This is a problem. The only yeah, what about, Bright, what about yeah. Brighton? They just they just come up. But well. Stoke, but Stoke, and all of these teams from like from eighth down, as Greg says, which is part of the reason they're in this position, mm. is that they'll love to do loads of their business in three weeks' time. Yeah, exactly. They'll all go mad and spend £20 million a piece on... Um, yeah, there'll be loads of activity on the last day of the season, buying each other's players. Mm. Pe- people are coming from Belgium and <laughs> places we've never heard of. And that, that's gonna... You've never heard of Belgium? I've never heard of Belgium. <laughs> Don't believe in it. Think it's fake. <laughs> think it's made up. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, this is the last week of the window, especially. There'll be a lot of money spent on just players that aren't going to make too much difference. I think West Ham have done. They've had a, a nice window. Getting an outfit, so they spent a lot of money on him. But yeah, West Ham just first good window in years. Yeah, Hernandez West, for West, sixteen million pounds is amazing business. They now just want to get rid of the players they've got on their books. That they they they're primed to sell. All these players to the rest of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're going to get a lot of money back. Double letter on a free is a decent deal as well. Snodgrass is there. They were. They just. They're just writing the tag on Snodgrass. Yeah, they signed him in January. Already up for sale. Mm. <laughs> but no, back, back to my. I want to hammer Leicester. Okay. Um, like the, their players that are any good seem to be wanting away. Um, 
Mares is being linked to Roma every day. Yeah. It, uh, isn't, didn't um, Murray Gray come out? She's trying to force a move away. Yeah. I still don't believe in Jamie Vardy as being any good. They've only signed and, two players of worth as well. And does anyone? And are we really convinced that Craig Shakespeare is actually all that? No. No. Not at all. He's the. I think he's the favourite for the first manager to be sacked, and that's for a reason. That last season, fair enough, he could g them up for a, a, a small run of the, to the end of the season. But have a did he well, The players just wanted Ranieri to go, and then they started playing. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> that's how Craig Shakespeare. Yeah, maybe that can't carry on for too long. But uh, any other kind of wild predictions that you want to make about the Premier League before we move on to the football league? Anything? Anything? Um, any crazy predictions? I, I think January transfer window could be interesting. Yeah. Because I think we could see. I mean, obviously, obviously all the news is about Neymar, isn't it? You know, and I don't, I don't think it's as shocking as everybody says. I mean, you know, compare it to how much Man City has spent in the summer. But someone could go, you know, hell for leather in January, I think. Mm. And it could be, it could go crackers. What, like who? Like West Brom? You don't, you don't <laughs> see <laughs> many <laughs> money transfers in January, though, do you? Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it, what happens if you're an established club let Let's say like a Manchester United just struggling down in sixth or seventh. Mourinho's under pressure or something. You know they could splash a cash or, or someone could steal someone from someone else. And I don't know. I just think the opportunities. I think I think the the, the doors open now for silly transfers. And we haven't seen one really crazy. I guess you could argue Carl Walker, but January could be the time where we see a really massive one. Yeah, there's it's nothing in the Premier League that was at the level of Pogba last season. Is there? That was the the big transfer no. story, and the Carl Walker stuff, as ludicrous as that fee is, it's yet. It's not. Yeah, well, yeah, that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, exactly. It's coming. There's still. Uh, I'm just saying three these. Weeks. Like, there's lots of there's lots of moving parts. Well, as always, when you have transfer windows, there's all these moving parts. Mm. Where one, they, where you, the dominoes need to all fall, and there's all this talk of Mbappe and him going to Real Madrid, and the stories of them wanting rid of um, one of them, the the the, um, the existing trio. So, like these stories of Bale to Manchester United aren't going away. No, no. And have been there That'd for years. That'd be a massive transfer, that wouldn't it? Do you think they recoup what they paid as a as a baseline? I thought that it would maybe go up, but there was a rumour the other day where the, the price I was quoting was ninety million. That seems like good business for Manu, really. Yeah. It's also, it's also believed in a lot of places that a Coutinho to Barcelona deal might be finalised in the next few days. Yeah. If that happens, so, Liverpool are going to have to scramble. Oh, Liverpool. I think Liverpool. I think Liverpool are in, in trouble, but trouble means still finishing seventh. They spent so long fucking around but, trying to get Naby Keita, and that fell through. That they've not really got a, a backup plan, it seems. They haven't, yeah. and I think they, they're sitting there wanting Virgil van Dijk, and I think Southampton would rather cut their own face off than sell to them. Yep, fair enough. I agree with what the Saints have done on this. We've got an asking price, meet it or go away. Well, more than more, but after the whole thing beforehand, where they reported them for yeah for um, tapping up, tap, for tapping him up, yeah. Mm. And, and and it's not like Southampton. Sure, you go and destabilise van Dijk, and he wants out. 
they'll have plenty of suitors. Chelsea are supposedly interested. Um, I don't know whether he, I suppose Manchester United are unlikely. There's long held been a, a belief on um, Everton to have a week for Simon Van Dyke, which I find very unlikely. But the money you've spent this year is not kind of it's not out of the question that you can just go and throw what sixty odd million pounds at him and just steal him from Everton. Um, for, well, for yeah, but I just it's just like it just Liverpool aren't the only taxi at the at the rank. <laughs> No, uh, so. Just on the Premier League before we leave it, I mean, only one of us unfortunately supports Premier League team. <laughs> that's Adam with Everton, and I just want to get a couple of things from you, Adam, if that's all right. One, what's your thoughts on the transfers you've done? Uh, the brilliant. And right, and two. Plus Wayne Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and also. What do you think it means for the club? Do you think you've broke that glass ceiling? Which is um, from being the top of the middle, if you see what I mean. Can you get into play with the big boys now? I, I think that uh, Koeman still wants three more players. And I think that we could possibly compete if we have those, if those three players are the right players. Sigurdsson being one. Yeah, Giroud being the other. Yeah. I've seen reports that um, if they don't get Giroud, they're going to go for Welbeck instead. So they want and, then, striker. and then a centre-half. I'm not completely convinced Everton's transfers have been as fantastic as everyone's making out. Michael Keane, is he all all that, Michael Keane? One good season for Burnley. Pickford, one good season for Sunderland, where he had to make a save every two minutes because they're (laughs) a bad team. Isn't that better than a goalkeeper who doesn't make any saves? (laughs) Yeah, but... I, I get the feeling is he, that, is he that good though? I, I get the feeling maybe they were maybe maybe they were quite expensive, but if Everton hadn't tapped them up, another Premier League team would have done. Well, so the rumours were that Manchester there. United were interested in Michael Keane. Hmm. Yeah, but he no, came to Everton because we because would buy back for an outrageous fee. He came to Everton because we he'll play. Hmm. Hadn't he already been released by Man United about three years ago? Yeah. Teams buy players back, Tom. (laughs) And what's happening with Ross Barkley, by the way? Um, He will join Tottenham eventually. (laughs) On the last day of the window, when Tottenham finally spends some money. Yeah, when um, well, the problem, the Tottenham's problem is that they, they um, all their players are massively underpaid. Yes. And Ross Barkley wants a lot of money. (laughs) A lot of money. So they're not going to. Ross Barkley wants to be paid more than Harry Kane. But that's actually Tottenham's problem because Harry Kane is like massively underpaid. He's going to either really upset the apple cart or get a lot of people really well paid at Tottenham. Yeah. It's one of two ways, that. You are listening to Man on the Post podcast. Why not check out our website over at manonthepost.com? You can also follow us on Twitter at Man on the Post. And most importantly, please head over to iTunes to rate and review us. Thanks for listening. Now back to the show. Let's move on to the Football League then. Um... Sunderland look as good as last season, don't they? Did anyone watch the Friday night game? No one watched that game. No. <laughs> <laughs> no one wanted to see Lewis Graben and James Vaughan play football. <laughs> what a partnership that is. Uh, yeah, uh, Aidan McGeady, Lee Catamole. Uh, they've got two lads from Everton on loan, Browning and Galloway. That team <clears> is not cut out to make any sort of challenge at the top of this league. and They're, they're going to do a Villa, aren't they? Did, Garen, did um, Darren Gibson do the team talk? <laughs> <laughs> on the bench unfortunately for him this week 
I don't know the story behind this. What what is it that actually Darren Gibson did or said? He doesn't like his teammates very much. He said they're shit and he's sick of being shit. <laughs> He's such a world beater, Darren Gibson. That's <laughs> almost verbatim. <laughs> but they're, they're, yeah, what Tom said, hoping for a Villa. That's the that's the the peak of what they can achieve this season. I think that's going to be a, a fantastic year if they get a comfortable mid-table position. Uh, Derby look like last season's Derby. Really, they've they haven't really strengthened. <laughs> so they're going to pretend like, they're going to pretend they're going to get relegated and then <laughs> decide it's not for them at the very end. <laughs> they've got. Chris you never Martin know with Derby, do you? Every every season, people say they should be up there, and they always seem to be. I think you, I think you always know with Derby that they're not going to be up there. <laughs> yeah, well, they they are always up there. That's the problem. Yeah. They're always until, up there until about March. Eight, yeah, eight, eighth to twelfth this season for Derby, I think somewhere around there. Gary Rowett is good though, isn't he? Yes, and him in charge. I fancy them to maybe be dark horse in the championship. Yeah, and I, if they can get Vidra scoring mm. and fit. You see what he did for Watford in the Championship. Yeah, he tore it apart. Then. And Tom Huddleston's there now. Oh, cool. Bit of pace in the but they've lost Will Hughes. <laughs> they've lost Hughes and Ince, who are two of their more creative players. So mm. I think you might maybe see a bit more money being spent at Pride Park Yeah. before the window closes. Let's go through some teams that were in and around the playoffs last season. Fulham, they finished in the playoffs last year. They cost people a lot of money this weekend save Skybet's blushes but uh, they drew one all with Norwich City uh, Russell might own goal gave them a lead before uh, Nelson Oliveira came off the bench and did you see his protest to the manager after <laughs> yeah. lovely mm-hmm. big fan of that <laughs> yeah I, well, don't put him in the squad next week I'll show him yeah that's what I think was probably going to happen <laughs> I rate Fulham they were, they were a good team you know we saw them a lot Ross didn't we yeah and um, they, they give Leeds a good old uh, a good game. They check out the and Sessignon and give them both new deals, which is massive. I I've got Fulham up there this season. I I think they could win it or at least be in contention. Yeah. For automatic promotion. Uh, Norwich, what do you think to them? I think they're going for a different route. They're going for the uh, untested, but highly thought of foreign coach route. Um, Looking at the stats of the game, they're all over Fulham for the second half. They just couldn't find the uh, the winning goal. But... but they're still playing Cameron Jerome up front. What do you expect? Yeah, they started with him as well. That's I mean that's probably why Oliveira was so pissed off. <laughs> I'd be pissed off. I'd be pissed off if I wasn't starting over Cameron <laughs> Jerome if I played for Norwich. <laughs> uh, Sheffield Wednesday were in the playoffs last season and they hilariously lost one 0 to Preston on the opening day. They're they're fairly terrible. They've got an awful away kit this year as well. If anyone's seen that, so. Colin, what do you think to Wednesday's chances this year? I'm famously a big fan of Sheffield Wednesday and all Sheffield Wednesday fans. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm not anti-Sheffield Wednesday. I mean, I, I, I hope all Yorkshire teams prosper, but um, I, I would... Didn't we just talk about Huddersfield? <laughs> <laughs> but I would um, I'd probably put good money on now that um, Carlos Cavallo will not be the manager of uh, Sheffield Wednesday at the end of the season. No, there was talk that he was under pressure last season when they were in the playoffs. So. Mm. Not really strengthened. They bought George Boyd, but that's uh, not much to talk, shout about in 2017. I don't know if they've run out of money or, or, or interest from the owners or whatever. Um, yeah. They're owned by the tuna fish man, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. And um, I don't know. It just seems like it's gone a little bit quiet for uh, Chef Wednesday. There was a, a whole load of optimism about them, and then now it's sort of like petered out mm. this year. Um, 
I don't know. It, it, it's one of those things, isn't it? How many cracks do you have at, like, you know, getting to the playoffs and... Yeah, three years in a row they've made the playoffs and lost yeah, it. Yeah, and they're not doing it. Do you know what I mean? It's it's disheartening. But um, I think they'll be there or thereabouts, but I, I, I wouldn't be putting my house on it. Reading, finished in the playoffs last season, somehow. Uh, they lost... <laughs> exactly. They lost 2-0 to QPR on the opening day, two goals from Connor Washington and a red card for uh, Chiago Alora, the Reading centre-back. It was last season. Pass, 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 pass. <laughs> pass. <laughs> yeah, do they play the football that will get them out of the championship? No. They play very safe, very um, unadventurous football. Do you think last season was a complete anomaly? Well, I mean, they've got Yapstam. I mean, the, the, the verdict's out on him. I mean, fair enough, this is well the way they were playing, but I wouldn't want to be a Reading fan paying money for that. <laughs> No, it's a lot of passes. Is it very, is it very much what Arsenal something used to call the sterile domination? It's just... Um, do you remember the, like, the telethons where people would ring up all the time? And it's, it's £5 for a charity or whatever. Basically, that's the, pass, the pass-a-thon. <laughs> that's what they do. It's just pass, 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 pass. So, you know, they'll have a lot of possession and not do anything with it. Lots of defensive-minded a- players as well. Yeah. yeah, just pass back, pass back. Don't when you can pass forward. Why do that when you can pass backwards? <laughs> it's, 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 it's that's the Reading style. From Can't what lose I know, you keep the ball unless you do lose because you lost the ball and QPR scored two. Um, Middlesbrough got relegated. They've got a new manager. He's loved by Leeds fans um, for his uh, defection. Mm-hmm. They started well. They lost to Wolves, who have spent ridiculous money on players I never thought would end up in the Championship this season. Um, Wolves. Are, could be the best team in the league. They could also just this could implode and be awful for them this year. They does, does, well. does this ever go right? I don't ever feel it ever goes right. This has a, a Mascarano Tevez feel about it. Yeah. It? Um, and didn't that side get relegated? <laughs> yes, they did. No, they didn't. Tevez came no, up on the last day of the season. Oh, he did. Yeah, did he? Did, don't, yeah. Don't, don't talk to Neil Warnock about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Famously. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, there's something slightly suspicious going on at Wolves, but if it all works out for them, then it it, it, it could be brilliant. It, it's is it kind of like what Watford did, getting these players in from a a parent club as such, but they just got a, like a, a parent agent in this case. Well, Watford didn't have to pay for any of them, though, did they? <laughs> True. No. Um, Middlesbrough, though, they're they're the favourites to go up this season. They spent a lot of money on strikers and not much else, by the sounds of it. Um, well, a Samba, you can never rely on a Samba longer to make it through a season, can you? No, always injured. Teams always pick up a fairly bad injury, and Fletcher, Fletcher scored what about three career goals? Yeah, um, seven million for Fletcher, fifteen million for a Samba longer. They already got Rudy just dead, and Patrick Bamford, and um, Braithwaite, Mister Sitter, on Saturday as well. Yes, they signed Braithwaite. He's, he's supposed he's supposed to be really good, but where well, has yeah. he played? Bamford, yes. Bamford scores goals at this level, no? He has done. Yeah. And they've still got Gaston Ramirez? Um, he was nowhere near the squad I... yesterday. No, I, well, Rudy, Rudy Gestead is quite good at this level. Mm. It's, uh, he, I don't think he fits into the top of football Gary Monk wants to play, but I mean, he ended, Wait, he ended the game with five strikers on the pitch yesterday. You wonder whether um, people are maybe giving Monk some undue credit that wasn't well, you, how much of it was his work at Leeds? Who knows? 
Well, yeah, there's, there's a, quite a big theory that Pep Clotet, the assistant manager, was the man behind most of it, and he's now Oxford boss, who started with a win, so, you know, based on I, one week's worth of games. Point proven. Adam, <laughs> Adam, I think you've just hit the nail on the head. I think Gary Monk is... Um, he had that great season with Leeds, not knocking him for that at all. But, more. I mean, I, I don't know if you agree, Ross, but he, he made mistakes, didn't he? when he was in charge of Leeds and um, yeah. maybe he's, he's, you know, a little bit overblown. Do you know what I mean? Maybe he's, he's not such a great manager after all. We, we do sound like better Leeds fans at this point, but yeah, I mean, seventh with Leeds, fair enough. Kept Swansea up and didn't really do particularly well with them in the second year. So we'll see. Um, who else came down? Hull came down, didn't they? I think Hull will do all right. Hmm. Um, I, like, um, I think they've got a good boss in um, Slutsky. Mm. Um, they did let Gabby Bunnhorst score against tonight. <laughs> and if you look at their their starting line, it was a decent outfit. Good, there's some good players that like Grisicki, Hernandez, a very good keeper. Um, McGregor. Yeah, McGregor. Um, you know, an experienced backline. They could be. Uh, they could be up there. Yeah. They could be just the boring team that wins most weeks and just can't really get get away from the top of the table. Yeah, that could end up being Villa, though, couldn't it? Oh God! I watched some of this game. I couldn't watch too much of it. Did you see who came off the bench in the last minute? <laughs> Chris Samba. Christopher Samba. And where did he go? Right up top. Christopher Samba and John Terry. <laughs> and Alan. Ali, you do want them at opposite ends of the pitch, though, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> They've also signed Glenn Whelan. They, I don't know what they're doing. And what Steve Bruce? What um? version of FM he's buying players from but it's not it's like, the most it's, recent one it's like they're buying players just to get promoted this season yeah absolutely no forward plan and this. if they don't they're completely fucked again yeah because they've got massive wages in some of those players I'd assume John Terry's not but, playing for cheap is he but that depends I, how long but how long are their contracts though if Samba's on a one year contract what does that matter well Samba was there for most of last season but couldn't get a contract and then Suddenly, got one during the summer and started playing. The point is, they're spending a lot of money this season to try and get up, and if they don't, yeah, that doesn't work normally very well. Yeah. Is Ross McCormack still at Villa? Uh, yeah, but they want rid of him. Um, has, has he lowered his fence? <laughs> well, he wasn't in the squad yesterday, so maybe not. Oh right, okay, he's trapped. House arrest. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sheffield United came up and they got a win straight off the bat Billy Sharp of course the only man that scores goals for them they beat Brentford who were going great guns last season so that's a good win for Sheffield United the, the I like looking at Sheffield United yeah they'll be fine won't well. they I think I think they'll be more than fine I think they'll be pushing oh. playoff I want to disagree with you because I hate Sheffield United but they've got a goal oh, yeah, for Billy Sharp Billy Sharp will score 20 goals in the league yeah and I think they'll be quite an organised team. They've they've taken them a while to get out of go League One, and I think they'll go on with the momentum, especially after starting well. Is that Brentford's not a bad side? No, they're not. And to keep a clean sheet. And I think if they have a good start, I think they could do stuff this season. This season. Yeah. Brent Brentford missed some real guilt-ed chances. Yeah. Yeah, some real big ones. Um, but I I like I think Sheffield United. Will be fine. They'll be. They might mount a playoff push. Yeah, you got a good manager in Chris Wilder. He's, he's yeah. got a proven record, isn't he? 
Um, Cardiff played Burton and absolutely battered them. 17 shots to three, uh, but won 1-0. One, one um, under Neil Warnock, of course, still, Cardiff. Um, can we see them pulling up any trees this year? And what do we make of Burton? Are they going to survive? Burton will go down. Yeah. Burton. Yeah. Burton, second second League, two league Two side. Look at most of their players who were playing League One and League Two. Yeah, they've got Luke Varney. Come on now. They've also got Marvin Swordell. <laughs> Starting. And Stephen Warnock. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, and Neil Warnock's Cardiff mid table. I'll, I'll report back on them. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm going up there. Okay, you're going to watch them, aren't you? For the, uh, for the League Cup first round. Nice. The, the Carabao the Cup. In the fucking mixer. Oh, yeah, so yeah, well, well, the Sahori, he's the one yeah. that scores all their goals, and there's rumours of him moving onwards and upwards. <laughs> Keep him, and then they might surprise yeah. one or two. Yeah. Uh, Bolton also came up. They played Leeds today. They put up a good fight. Lost three two. Two goals for Calvin Phillips and one for my man Chris Woods. Uh, Gary Medine scored and Adam Lafondra penalty with the goals for Bolton. Leaves a good going forward. They look incredibly shaky at the back and ended the game with two centre, two defenders and two midfielders in the back four. So that's a that's a worry going forward. But Chris Woods still not very good though, is he, Colin? No, terrible. <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to change things now, aren't I? Because oh. uh, I, you know, I uh, I'm much much berated because I called him a whopper. Hmm. Um, do you know, the thing is, I, well, I, I don't really want to give him kudos because, <laughs> well, I don't. But the thing is, he's actually looking leaner, sharper and fitter than he was last season. I don't know what you think, Ross, but he actually looked a bit mean up front. Yeah. And I was like thinking, oh, bloody hell, he could be even better than last year. Um. So... Hey, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know, bad mouth him, but I'm not gonna say anything positive about him either. Because I just want him <laughs> to keep going. Because I think I think my berating him pushes him on further. Um, Fair enough. But, keep playing uh, him off. He, he, he looks like a, he, he. He looked good. He looked very good and he looked very fit today. He's got 42 goals in uh, 82 league games for Leeds United. That's, that's not bad. It's pretty good. Um, He's quickly closing in on Becky O's <laughs> total for elite strikers. <laughs> I think I think Bolton will be alright as well. Yeah, they look they look decent. Yeah. They've got a very physical way of playing, but it, I, it gets resolved. I like their I like their attacking players. Yeah, the Fondra always scores goals, and what I've seen of Adam Armstrong when he plays, he looks lively. Yeah, they've got um, Aaron Wilbraham as well, who's a, a Big lump to knock the ball forward to. Same as Gary Medine. Yeah, they've got they've got like for like replacements in Armstrong and Lafondra and Medine and Wilbraham. They've got four good championship strikers there, really. And Josh Fellows looks I... decent in the midfield, but he got suffered quite a bad injury late on today, so we'll see if he's uh, mm. fit. I'm I'm interested. I mean, obviously, Ross and I are Leeds United fans. I'm interested in what the other guys think of uh, Leeds United's prospects, because obviously you guys. You know, you, you know, you're impartial. So. What, what, what do you think for Leeds United this season? I think there's too many Mid-tiers. other better teams. Unfortunately, I think there, there, there's three sides that will be better than you. Um, it's all about it's all about the defence, though, isn't it? Really, because you know Chris Wood's going to score goals. It's just whether you can keep clean sheet. 
Because you've yeah. got a couple of loan signings in defence, haven't you? you know yeah, Pennington, I thought, looked OK on his debut. And Pontus Janssen, the cult hero, who was suspended for today. And new keeper as well. I don't know if he's going to be any good yet. Yeah, I don't like him. I don't like the looks of him, personally. After one I thought game. he was all right. <laughs> After one game. I thought he was all right. <laughs> he looked a bit shaky. He didn't want to come off his line. He dropped a few balls. He flapped at a couple of crosses. Uh, should have done better with their first goal. When you've got Rob Green, who was really good last year. Um, I prefer him to be our keeper. But I don't know, like Greg said, there's a lot of other teams. I think there are three better teams. But I think we can finish in the playoffs this year. And that's, that's another step forward. Uh, bring along a few young players. Like Calvin Phillips. But is it? But isn't that the thing about the championship? The the three best teams don't necessarily always go up, do they? No. You no. know, you, it's always surprises in there. You need a you need a bit of luck, you know, no injuries, things like that. And uh, I mean, hey, who'd have said that? Hell, oh, Brighton would be playing the Premier League. Do you know? Well, do you know what I mean? Well, the two best teams go up because they finish first <laughs> and second. And they get more points than anyone else. That's how. That's how the table works I, I know I, I I know but there's with the championship there's always you know the best team often gets beaten by the worst team and it just makes no sense so you think you're on a run and all of a sudden Burton Albion have beat you do you know what I mean it, it's, I mean it's interesting it's entertaining but uh, yeah okay. I mean any, anybody who puts a bet on who's going to win the I'll do well in the championship. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, let's have a look at League One, gentlemen. I'm struggling to find it on the BBC website. So, Greg, tell me what happened in the Pompey game. Can, can uh, I just interrupt? Can I just interrupt, guys? If you want. League One, Portsmouth. League One. Yeah. Promotion winners. Oh, right. <laughs> No more League Two, so we have to give you guys kudos for that, don't we? Before I needed it. Five red cards in the opening weekend of League One. That's the yeah, two, two at Fratton <laughs> Park. And two at uh, yeah. Kings as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a bit of an ill-tempered start to life in League One. But if you watch some of the red cards in, from League One, they're not. Um, no, one thought... of them was brought down on at yeah. the halfway line uh, and was sent off for denying an obvious goal scoring opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there, there was some quite funny uh, red cards in League One this week. Fair enough. Uh, what do you make to your chances then? You're, you're on the bookies, you're in there, the, the favourites of the league along with, I think... Yeah, uh, we have been for the last six years. Just on the, that's just based on the size of the club. Um, I would take uh, top ten. Yeah, um, if I'm being, if I'm being honest. Yeah, uh, I mean, I was more confident a few weeks ago, by about a month or so ago. Right. Then we obviously lost Ender Stevens, who's probably the best left back in the league. Yeah. Uh, Michael Dawes gone, who might have been slightly past it, but I think League never, Two. No, is never know. Made made a few signings. One's got injured on debut, which isn't a good start. No. So we don't have a left back at the moment. And there's a couple of we've got a couple of problems in defence, which was our probably our strongest strongest area so far this season. I mean, we've got we've got pretty pretty solid defenders, but yeah. see Matt Clark, centre back, he's injured. The left back we got on loan from Huddersfield, injured on debut. So we've already had to shuffle it around a bit. So the first few weeks could be a bit interesting. Yeah, I think you'll know a bit more about what. Um, 
whether we'll be up there or not, because we go away to Oxford uh, next Saturday. It gets something there, and you think maybe this is a side that's got a bit about it. Yeah, that'd be a good uh, test. That's a, well, a, re- it- a real promotion charge. And the thing is, we've got a goal scorer in Brett Pittman. Yeah. Um, any and there's still, that has there's someone still who work to be done, I think. We yeah. don't have that much squad depth at the moment. I think there's, should we do need another another central midfielder. It's another one of those leagues where you're not sure. There's a couple of obvious teams you'd expect Wigan and Blackburn to be up there, but other than that, um, Blackburn found life quite hard, didn't they? I think they're quite. Prepared I, for you that. get the, you do wonder where you, whether they'll find it that they might struggle a bit like what Portsmouth did in League Two or Villa did in the Championship last year. A big fish, yeah. small pond, and uh, the teams go up, set up for a point. And they find it difficult to break down. Yeah, it would pass. Um, but it'd be interesting. I'm not. It'll be an interesting league because there's a lot of sides there that could uh, muster some kind of promotion push. You know, Barry has spent a lot of money. Mm. You've got. Um, you expect Charlton and MK Dons to perform better than what they did last year. Fleetwood Fleet are a bit of a dark horse as well. Fleetwood will look a good outfit. Um, Bradford will be up there again. Yeah. Oxford uh, are a decent side, and you've got sides like Scunthorpe. Uh, and Bristol Rovers, who you never know might be able to uh, put a run together. So it'll yeah. be an interesting league to look at this year. There's a, a lot of different sides that can uh, that can make an impression on that on that league. Plymouth lost though, so <laughs> weekend. I think they'll go down. I don't think that. If Graham Carey gets injured, then they're done. <laughs> they ain't that good. How, how how happy? Sorry to interrupt, guys. How happy, Greg, Tom, are you that you're you're out of? League Two. I'm. I. I didn't want to go to Newport again. <laughs> I. I couldn't do it. I. I went every year, um, and I couldn't bear standing in that uh, muddy field with temporary stands in it. I couldn't do it. And um, so there's just some new, t- different teams to play, isn't it? Some bigger grounds. Yeah. Less embarrassing football. Yeah. Um, and and I think we're. Our football will be quite well suited to that league because teams won't come up and shut up shop at Fran Park. So they'll have a go and that'll play into our hands. Um, so hopefully there'll be less nil-nils this season. There we go then. Uh, the only other thing I know about League One is Jermaine Betford plays for Berry and he scored on his debut. And missed a penalty. Did he? Yeah. Oh, can't have anything. They missed They missed didn't they, Berry? Did they? Jesus. Um, league Two. There's only really one shit ton of goals. <laughs> yeah, weren't there? Most of them were at Luton, weren't they? Yeah. Eight two that finish, I think, in the end. Eight two Luton beat Yeovil Town. But yeah, goals everywhere else. Three three at Stevenage and Newport. Uh, Mansfield really early uh, pre-season favourites. How did they get on? They drew two all the way at Crew. Okay. Coventry, uh, I think, are too big for that league, and they've got a lot of good young talent there, and also Michael Doyle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Luton will walk that league this year. Yeah. They should have. The, all a lot of good sides. Portsmouth, Plymouth, and Doncaster were the three best sides in that league last year. They've all gone up. Um, and who else went up? I've forgotten. Blackpool, Blackpool, Blackpool ain't that good. Um, <laughs> they'll go back down. Uh, so it, the door is wide open for Luton to walk that league. They should do, but they are serial ball jobs. They yeah, are the. True. The derby of League Two, <laughs> Luton should walk that league. Um, Having a uh, plus six goal difference after the first game should help. Yeah, there will be other teams, similar teams from last year, in, the, in about the playoffs, will be up there. Stevenage and Exeter. Yeah, 
They'll be up there. Mansfield should be up there as well. Swindon. I think Swindon, they got a good, a really good away win at Carlisle yesterday. Yeah. I think Swindon will be there and thereabouts. I'm not entirely convinced about Coventry yet. Um, Lincoln, uh, four favourites. I'm not too sure about that. Um, that'll be another interesting league because I'm, I'm looking at I can't see other than Luton anyone that I would put my house on. Fair enough, Tom. You're not a fan of uh, Forest Green, are you? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? What? What's this vegan thing about? <laughs> yeah. Imagine, imagine being an away fan, going to a ground where oh, I think I fancy a burger or a pie, and you have like a fucking avocado sandwich or whatever. <laughs> they said. Adam, your your fiance, she's a, a vegan, isn't she? Yes. What 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 are you, what are the options available to you? Um, does that does that limit events? you when you're eating out? It doesn't limit me. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> you should just shift away outside. Can you have a pizza? Yeah, but you can't have any cheese on it. Oh, cheese! Oh dear. You can't have any cheese or chicken, so you're literally just having bread with tomato on it. Well, I was chicken your go-to option there. <laughs> chicken goes with everything, doesn't it? True. That's fair, yeah. All right. Uh, well, vegetable vegan. supreme. Vegetarian supreme. How about that? Still not got around that cheese issue, have you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying it's my best for pizza. Hole. Take yeah, it off. I... Vegetables are living things, aren't they? Oh, that's boring. There is vegan, <laughs> vegan cheese. I'm sure there is. There is, it's in my fridge. Does it taste like shit, though? I, I'm not interested. Because there's a block of it that I look at at work, <laughs> and it looks like it's made of rubber. And <laughs> uh, let's do some bits, some bits and gossip, then, Buzz, before, before we finish, shall we? Um, tell me what you think to these ones. Barcelona are preparing to make a bid for England and Tottenham midfielder Deli Ali. Metro. <laughs> Sunday Express, but do we think there's any truth in that? No. no. Okay. Absolutely not. Ali Spurs teammate Eric Dyer has attracted interest from Bayern Munich, and they could be, no. Ready, no. Could be ready to make a bit of fifty <laughs> That's million. Stupid rumor. Where yeah. that's from? What dish rag? Daily Mirror. Is, is this a random rumor generator? <laughs> we need to you just pick a player players. and then pick a team. Yeah, and put a monetary value and attach to it. Um, Goes back to what I said though, doesn't it? It's almost like their agents are telling you this because they're underpaid. Yeah, but to, yeah, uh, that was from the Sun. This is from the Sunday Mirror. Uh, Arsenal, Liverpool, City and Barca want to sign Thomas Lamar. I think that's fair enough, isn't it? That's Yeah, Arsenal need to get this sorted. They've been they've made three bids already. This is classic Arsene Wenger. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Everton want to sign Danny Welbeck if they can't get Giroud. Would you be happy with Welbeck, Adam? Uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't score enough goals, does he? No. He'll do all of Rooney's running, though. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Well, Rooney'd be on the bench, wouldn't he? Everton, no. Everton also want to sign Thomas Vermaelen. <laughs> he hasn't played it. a game in about two years, has he? How much room have you got in that injury room? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, not a fan of that one. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Real Madrid have assured winger Gareth Bale that his future of the, he is the future of the club. Um, which and a move and, that will... At 28. Yeah. <laughs> and Karim Benzema, the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Juventus manager Max Allegri has told Chelsea they have no chance of signing Alexandro. I'm not sure why. You can't rule anything out, can you, surely? Yeah, one, you can't rule anything out. What's um, what's Marcus Alonso got to do? 
Well, yeah, he was really good last season. Yeah, and he's in my fantasy team. <laughs> high, he's the highest, the, the most expensive defender on fantasy football this year. Good off free kick taking defenders. Like Ian Hart on over again. Uh, Swansea must pay 13 million if they want to sign Wilfred Boney, apparently. Bargain. That's a bargain. Everyone else yeah, gets 800 million. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dortmund manager Peter Boz says he's not worried about losing um, Osaman Dembele. I would what? be. Lie. Yeah, I'd be very worried about yeah. losing him. <laughs> he's probably not worried because he knows he's going to get a, a lot of money for him. Well, yeah, true. Rumoured at 100 million for Barcelona. Uh, Newcastle are targeting Adrian, the West Ham goalkeeper. Apparently. Well, he's not cool. going to play at the heart, is he? Isn't anyone targeting Adrian doing... A, if you're in that sort of... That that bottom eight thing, and you haven't got the goalkeeper already. I think he's a good keeper, but don't Newcastle yeah. still have Tim Krull? Yeah, they do. Do they? I'm sure he's still at Newcastle. Was he on loan last year in Holland? Wikipedia. <laughs> Which is odd. Why would you not have Tim Krull playing in the Championship unless he just refused to? Yeah, I suppose he's still there. Weird. Unless he's on his way out. Yeah. Uh, West Brom will not sell Nasir Chadley to Swansea despite strong interest, apparently. No one cares. Nah. Mm. He was very good for them last season. West Brom are also set to offer Gareth Bale a two-year deal to replace Darren Fletcher. Gareth Bale? Gareth Bale? Sorry, Gareth Barry, sorry. Jesus. That would be a surprise. <laughs> Bale and Fletcher are very different players. <laughs> and to play, and to play, so I imagine that, that was right. Though. Just a two-year deal for you, Gareth. We've, we've signed <laughs> yeah. you, Gareth. We're going to play you defensive midfield. Yeah. <laughs> Any two-year deal, you'll be 30, by the <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Gareth Barry, would you be seeing, uh, sad to see him go, Adam? No. No. <laughs> no. I, I wouldn't have been sad to see him go four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Switzerland defender Johan Juru's move to Sheffield Wednesday has collapsed, apparently, after he failed to pass a medical. Why oh. did him in the first place is beyond me. How's that story? I don't know. <laughs> Who's he even play for? Uh, I'll tell you who he doesn't play for. <laughs> Sheffield Wednesday, <laughs> and that's it. That's all the rumours. Um, we finish on that one. Come on, yeah. End on <laughs> end on a failed Johan Jury transfer. Yeah, to the It's a precursor for this. this, this season. I'm going to find and want to finish on best transfer. Oh, I'm loading up the Met- I'm loading up the Metro website. Kylian Mbappe posted a I've tweet gone on of him with Leroy Sane, leading to Man City fans going fucking mental. Does no one want to talk about Neymar? Everyone seems to be getting their knickers in a twist. We can talk about Neymar. He's an PSG player for 200 million, was it, in the end, overall? Am I the only person who thinks that's good business? Well, they've already made most of it back, haven't they, through shirt sales and all that sort of stuff. Metro seemed to think Danny Drinkwater's going to Chelsea. <laughs> As usual, they're a week late. <laughs> yeah, that was on Sky Sports last weekend. <laughs> like, is, um... That's just quota filling, isn't it? Well, I, I, I suppose the argument there is going along with what Colin's saying there is that Neymar, you, some people, you could argue maybe that Neymar's what, the the third best player in the world? By some arguments. He was the third best striker at Barcelona, in my opinion. Okay. But okay, let's let's carry on with this room that some people could argue that he's the third <laughs> best player in the world, and he's definitely in maybe that tier of. He certainly is that, yeah. 
the best. three or four players below those other two. Yeah. And so, as Colin said, if you're paying, oh, the rumors, are, the Coutinho rumors, the price that obviously that price is going up and up now. But if you're paying 100 million for Coutinho or 150 million for euros for Mbappe, mm. is is 220 million euros for Neymar that bad business? Not if you compare it to what they yeah what they're going to pay for Mbappe at 18 years old. That's yeah Neymar is and, and and let's not forget that Neymar's only 25. Yeah. So he's either going to play for you for a long time or you are going to sell him. Yeah, and make a if not all of it a huge chunk of that money back. It it's quite galling to see that transfer fee. I think that's the what people are getting the next in the twist of quote Colin. And that's well, then don't then don't worry about it because what actually happened was he's being paid to be he's being paid three hundred million euros to be a, an ambassador for the Qatar World Cup, mm-hmm. and he bought himself out of his contract and he signed for PSG on a free a free transfer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the technicality that's a, that's the uh, when you boil it down, he's not a world record transfer. Don't worry about it. No. Well, if would you rather have one Neymar or eight uh, Ian Achos? Wow. Cost you the same amount of money. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> Probably one Neymar, to be honest. I'll have one Neymar. Yeah. So. <laughs> Colin, you were going to... The thing is with Neymar as well, I mean, what, what really annoys me is that, you know, and this is what non-football fans talk about, because, you know, the seat in the papers, oh, football's gone crazy and everything like that. The amount of people I speak to, the the fee was uh, 198 million. Let's call it 200 million pounds. Yeah. They're saying no footballer deserves 200 million pounds. He's not getting 200 million pounds. <laughs> um... Right, Barcelona are getting 200 million pounds. He's getting a lot. He's getting right. In a week, isn't he? <laughs> but you know, at the end of the day, he's paying tax on everything he's getting and all this sort of well, stuff. Well, uh, he's just not what... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, okay. Ronaldo's been in court this week. <laughs> for not doing but there's a lot of people just thinking, oh, 200, 200 million pound figure, as if, if, as if Neymar's getting 200 million quid in cash. He's not. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And, and I think, hey, if, if you want a great player and Neymar's a great player, that's the, that's the, that's the fee. It's also not your money. Don't worry about it. Well, no, they're mapped by the state of Qatar, aren't they? So they can spend yeah. whatever they want. It's, it's nothing to them. It's nothing to <laughs> them. So, it's not real money anyway, is it? So stop. If you don't want, if you don't want to, if you don't want to subsidise Neymar, stop using gas. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> Go and live feral. Let Let me know how that's going on in December. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that pretty much rounds up the podcast. We should mention the the women's world, uh, the women's England team. They did pretty good, didn't they? They got. Did England proud, didn't they? Yeah. They did in England. Getting knocked out of the semi-final. <laughs> did you see, I don't know if you would have seen this, it didn't cause a massive stir, but um, Wayne Rooney tweeted, well done to the Lionesses, and then some female journalist said, oh, uh, what do you think, Wayne, should they be paid the same as the English players, uh, the, the, the men's team? It's not really the point, is it? How can they be paid the same? Exactly. There's no money in women's football. <laughs> exactly. She must have got When's... that response about 400 times. And it's probably got probably called everyone sexist. Yeah, right. but it's just the truth. Yeah. When you get billions of people watching it worldwide, and Sky are paying multi-million pounds for it, yeah. then they can get paid the same. Exactly. This this was on Channel Four, the BBC, the Women's World Cup. They're not. Paying it's on ITV actually. I watched it on Channel Four. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was Channel oh. Four, wasn't it? Claire Balding and someone. <laughs> Jermaine but, Gina. But here. <laughs> yes, yes, he was there as well, wasn't he? he? Dumb, but here's got, the interesting. Sprinkler, didn't he? <laughs> I'll see that. That was well funny. Yeah. Was Adam Virgo there? <laughs> no, he's Channel Five's property. <laughs> Uh-huh. They, didn't, they didn't get him out this this Saturday night, though, did they? No, it's Colin Murray. Colin Murray. Murray. And Mickey <laughs> Gray. Wow. Did everyone see that um, BT Sport? Oh, I was the only one who watched it. BT Sport announced their big signing of the season. Who was it? It was Frank Lampard. <laughs> guess guess who they put him alongside in the broadcasting booth? Not oh, Steven Gerrard. Of course it was yeah. Steven <laughs> Gerrard. Oh. They can't oh. pund it together, guys. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Right, well, we're but done. what I would say, go on, go on. Ross, before just before you leave on the women, I think the viewing figures for the quarter final were about three and a half million. Yeah, and um, probably a lot more for the semi final, but yeah, I don't sure think those not. figures have come out yet. Now, if you compare, like you know, but if England were playing in a semi final, the quarter, the figures would be like eighteen million. They, they would, but what what? There's probably three and a half million people, more than we're watching it. Yeah, I'm not saying that's not good. that rather than something else. So, I mean, I think that's a step in the right direction. I mean... Emmerdale's shit, so that's why. (laughs) Well, women's football is much derided, but I'm not being funny. If three and a half million people are watching that, then that's pretty impressive. It's it's definitely a step forward. And it's... um... Yeah, and maybe to to um, that point, I don't know what happens with them the the nominal fees they get paid like like the um like Wayne Rooney does when he represents England that's normally donated to charity maybe they should certainly be the same yeah that's um, the, the yeah the, why does the FA have to be going around spend like throwing different amounts of money at different people yeah exactly you're playing you're representing your country that should they should be the same across the board they've got plenty of money the FA yeah it's not like they're uh, cash poor Anyway, let's let's end this week's podcast. We shall return next week with Premier League football, Adam. Exciting. We can't wait. Sort of. Almost. I'm not really excited. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. Who who do I have to kick off against? I should know the answer to that, shouldn't I? Stoke City. Yeah, that was it. I knew. I knew. I knew. That's why you don't know. Some actual bangers next weekend. Palace versus Huddersfield. Uh, West Brom versus Bournemouth. Man, Man, is it Brighton Man City or Man City Brighton? Uh, Man City at Brighton and Hove Albion, yeah, on the evening kickoff. That'll be a one 0 win for Brighton, won't it? Yeah, probably. Which, which games? Which game is the one that kicks us? The Premier League season starts on a Friday. Oh, it does. Arsenal versus Leicester. Yeah. Wow. What is that? And then your early Saturday game: Watford versus Liverpool. Who, who have uh, Huddersfield got, Ross? They take on Crystal Palace away at Palace. Hmm. Mm. Relegation six pointer straight away for me. Surely, surely <laughs> the, I, I know it, I know it's done by a computer that does things completely at random. Yeah. yeah. But sh- <laughs> I know that's why the Manchester <laughs> derby and the Liverpool and the Merseyside derby are on the same weekend. It's just coincidence. Coincidence. It's um, not at random though, is it? <laughs> no, definitely. I think not. that's the point Adam's trying to make. Colin, <laughs> Colin doesn't oh, understand. Oh, right, I'm with happen. you. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm just thinking that, like, surely your Huddersfield, you've just been promoted. They could g- give them like Man United first game. Uh, yeah, at home. That's what. Yeah, Man United or even away. Yeah. G- give them that. 
give him that taste of the Premier League. Don't give him Crystal Palace. Travel to Sellers Park, where it's Man-, yeah. Man City rocking up with all their stars. Exactly, that's what you want, isn't it? Newcastle got Spurs at St James's Park. <laughs> and even then, Newcastle are a bit different. Give them Palace. Well, yeah, been, exactly. They're used to this. <laughs> well, they know what happens down there. So let's have. We're gonna have some quick predictions then. Everton beating Stoke, Adam. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Colin, we are playing Preston North End. Our opening game of uh, season at Ellen Road. Who just beat Sheffield Wednesday? Yeah. Cost me well, money. Yeah, but we've got the we've got the uh, infamous Carabao Cup in between that. Oh, so yeah. we've got Port Vale. Michael Brown's um, Port Vale. But, yeah. Well, no one no one cares about the Carabao Cup. <laughs> nope. Um, I'm going to have a Leeds Preston win. Preston North End. Yeah, Leeds win there. And Portsmouth take on the might of Greg Downey. When's this? What? Saturday. Oxford. Away at Oxford. Oh, Oxford. Oxford away. Predictions, chaps? No, no. No, no answer. I'd be happy with a point. Yeah? Yeah. Fair enough. There we go. That's our uh, wins for Leeds, wins for Everton, and a draw for Pompey this weekend we'll see how well we get on with that when we return next weekend so until then chaps you can obviously find us on Man of the Post on Twitter at Man of the Post uh, we have a poll running currently if you want to go and uh, give your thoughts on that we'll talk more about that next week when the poll ends um, we're all on Twitter I'm Rossbow1984 Tom is uh, Alano11 Greg is Greg Hitchin Colin is Cass707 and Adam is Adam SA 101. And if you're listening, Phil, come at me. <laughs> you you know who you are. <laughs> you're absolute mentalist. Um, so, yeah, you can find us on the World Football Index. Head over there for countless podcasts. More than you can listen to, if I'm honest. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, subscribe to them anyway. And pick and choose the ones you want to listen to. Obviously us and the rest. Um, and yeah, until we're back next week, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from everyone else. And always remember to have your man on the post. Who's Phil? <laughs> He's the absolute mentalist that was tweeting me on Twitter. Um, the response to that poll, I put. I think oh, yeah. he thinks it's a Oh, the one that was false advertising. Yeah, I think yeah, that's the one. Just the <laughs> Oh no, Adam, you didn't get into a discussion with him, did you? Uh, I just asked him if he had a serious head injury. <laughs> I've just seen that. <laughs> oh, is this recent? Yeah. Well, oh, you've taken it further. This morning. Yeah. All right, I thought Ross had finished it. But, no, I woke up and saw it this morning. No, I did like the irony of him calling us shit for brains. So. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, what was he talking about? Does he think we're Sky Sports? Or he something? thinks this is Does a service that we're going to offer, yeah, and we want to find out what people would pay yeah. for it. Yeah, like, like we're maybe going to do it illegally. <laughs> or we're just massively... on the legal stream website. Or we're massively bankrolled. <laughs> Have you seen? Have you seen what Liam Gallagher's just put on Twitter? Uh, Is it? Does no. it? Let me guess. Does it slag off? No. No, it slags off a, a race. He goes. Uh, you oh, better. No. Put, as, he in puts, a, as in a, puts, a competition or a race of people. No, race of people. He put. You better put your house up for sale. The Indians are coming, as you fucking were. Oh my god.
ridiculous. And then someone's just replied, racist. <laughs> and then he's just replied to him, oh yeah, why is that then, dickhead? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> and it lasts a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That pulse had 777. But Ross, come on, notes. come on. What, what, yeah, what? but Ross, come on, pull your finger out, right? Pull your finger out, which is firmly stuck up your ass, yeah, right? Get, on with get all the football on telly. Yeah. <laughs> come on, why can't you do it? Get the EFL on telly, Ross. Come yeah, on, has, choppy, choppy. Just Saturday get, get on with it. To start with. Yeah, of course he's got a great point. Get all the games on, Ross. Yeah, every single game. <laughs> why, why are you just putting the 3 p.m. games on? He also asked me if, if oh. it's why is it only come UK? On, Murdoch. Why isn't it worldwide? Oh my god. Um, Serious head injury. Twitter's great, isn't it? Well, I, I, I could do a Google and find out who's in charge of the MLS. <laughs> I could get them. Probably Rupert Murdoch. Ring them up. <laughs> if we all take one each, we'll, we, can, we can make this work. <laughs> It'll be fine, yeah. And we'll just stream it from my mobile phone. <laughs> Through Periscope for £5.99 a month. <laughs> <laughs> Framing him a Snapchat account. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to a TV near you, Phil. <laughs>